Arguments About Nothing is brought to you by Low Budget Sound Equipment. Yes, apparently anyone can make a podcast now. All right, welcome back to Arguments About Nothing. I'm Shelby. I'm Hannah. Uh, And today we're going to kick things off with a quiz from BuzzFeed. It is called We Know Your Dominant Personality Trait by the Candies You Pick. So we're going to find out, um, one, what the best candies are. Uh, and two, if this quiz knows anything about us. Uh, so the first question is to pick something chocolatey. So we either have to pick a Kit Kat, M&M's, Snickers, Reese's, Crunch Bar, or Twix. Ooh. Um, I know what the wrong answer is, and it's M&M's. Oh, why? Why is that automatically a wrong answer? I have a strong opinion about this. Um, if you prefer M&M's out of these other choices, you are a boring person. A boring person? Yeah. You have no imagination. Uh, your Just life is stale. they don't have as many ingredients? Yeah. It's like, it's like, oh, I could have something flavorful, or I could have an M&M. <laughs> oh. I, M&M's have flavor. They have a distinct yeah. chocolate flavor. Right. They have a very one-note flavor. Listen, I don't know why I'm feeling really defensive of <laughs> M&M's because that wouldn't be my pick from the, the list right, of choices. Right, because you're not a monster. No. <laughs> well, I'm not, but I can see why somebody would pick M&M's. Just, I, I'm just playing devil's advocate here now. Listen, I, she just stuck her tongue out at me, which... <laughs> Because I'm an incredibly mature adult human. You know what? That's something that a Twix lover would do, okay? No. Uh, I'm not a Twix lover, so. Um, But it's better than being an M&M girl. I mean, I think we're all going to pick Reese's, right? Yeah, we are. That is the correct answer. There is a correct answer here, and it's Reese's. We We, both We were going to get there. We were going to get there. But But there is a strong... The only reason that you don't pick Reese's is if you are allergic to peanuts. Sure. In which case, Kit Kat? Uh, Yeah. I mean... You can't have Snickers in that case as well. So the two best ones are immediately gone. Right, exactly. I actually think I would go Twix before Kit Kat. Twix before Kit Kat. Interesting. I think they're pretty even level, to be fair. They're about the same level of, like, excitement, which is not at all. I have never, like, to me, Kit Kats taste like chocolate and crunch. And that's (laughs) it. Like, it's more of a texture thing than anything else. You know what else tastes like that? A crunch. Yeah, crunch, get out of here. Crunch, uh, me, totally so like, like chocolate M&M and crunch. is trash. Get that out of no, here. No, okay. I, I still want to make get, my argument. Get rid of that garbage. I still want to make my argument for M&M. I'm going to rank mine right now. What M&M is, is the trash bottom garbage. <gasps> I think that's not true. M&M's can be. What is your least favorite pick here? Crunch bar. Wow, decisive. Yes. So here's the thing about the M&M's. Um, that you can, there's many little pieces, right? So you can eat a lot of them and feel like you're eating a lot of them, but you could still only eat like half the bag and save half for later. You could do that with any, you could stop halfway through any of these. You can't stop halfway through a Snickers. What are you going to do with the rest of that? Just wrap it up and save for later. I'm not really. That's not very good. Like, that's not a good, like, you can... Your mouth has touched it. Your mouth has touched the Snickers to bite it. 
And no, then it's you, just like wet and there's caramel coming out of the end of it. And the thing is not meant to be rewrapped. And it's not a good package. There's a lot of logistical problems. What Hannah is saying is, is that I've eaten a lot of Snickers. Once she starts eating a Snickers, she cannot stop eating a Snickers. Well, I'm not a monster. Shall we? We've, we've well, with the Reese's, there's, there's a natural breaking point. Right. Okay. Well, like Reese's has all the best parts. Reese's is is the number is, one. Yeah, Reese's is Snickers number. is the number two. I think we're both agreed. Yeah. Okay. 100%. And and here after this is where we divulge, like diverge. diverge. Yeah. You. What's your third place? M and M's. I think. Yeah. I'm personally third offended. Place. Third. They're on the podium. Oh my god! I no. might. I might be a uh, third place boring person. I'll own that about myself. Why? Why do you hate Twix so much? Twix, I feel like the like cookie part of the Twix just tastes. I don't like the taste of it that much. It's just you're not a shortbread girl. Yeah, I'm not a shortbread person. You don't like the so Twix buttery would, deliciousness of a good shortbread. I feel like it's really it. It's um kind of bland, a little cardboardy, and it's like I don't like the texture of it. I would go Kit Kat before Twix in a heartbeat. You think the wafers in Kit Kats are less cardboardy than the them. cookie? You can't taste them. Like you said, they just taste like the action of crunching. <laughs> Interesting. Um, yeah, my third place is definitely Twix. Uh, see, what? now this is why you're so upset at me about this cookie what's, ranking. Or, what's your fourth place? Uh, Kit Kat. I think mine's Crunch. Ugh. I'm like, I like Crunch. I have to say. It has a stronger chocolate. There's more chocolate. In a crunch than there is in a Kit Kat. It's more waxy. I don't like them. I haven't had a crunch bar in a really long time. This yeah, see, you know why? You know why? Because it's number six candy. Oh, no, definitely not number six candy. Get M&M's out of here. <laughs> <sighs> All right. I think we're both choosing Reese's Cups. We still yeah, have to play okay, a quiz. We'll play Reese's Cups going on in the next. Pick some fruity candy. Ooh. We got some Sour Patch Kids. Starburst Original. Original flavor, very mm-hmm. important. Runts, last. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Skittles, original. Twizzlers. Oh. And then Rainbow Nerds. Oh. So we got a lot of losers here for me personally. Ah, got it, got it. I, so we it, both agree that if you like Runts, you can stop listening to this podcast. Yeah. I mean, I know that this is arguments about nothing and it's arguments about silly things that don't matter, but this does actually matter to this me. This is where we draw the if line. If you would choose Runts as first place amongst these six candies. Um, you maybe ne- never have had candy before. You and might not I'm have. concerned about your well-being. You might also need to reevaluate your, your whole life, all of your choices. A banana runt is basically a small torture device. Oh, wow. Go! I wouldn't go that far. I would. Banana runts. Fuck them. Wow. But not literally. You heard it here first. <laughs> um, so, runts, number six. Yeah. I What's think your number five? Twizzlers. Twizzlers. Same, not, same, same, same. I'm not a licorice person. Sorry. I'm yeah, I don't like, like Twizzlers. Uh, and then nerds after that. Same. We are very aligned on this. Ooh. Uh, number three. Number three would be Starburst. This is really hard for me. I okay. like these last three candies probably pretty equally. You said Starburst? Starburst would be my number three. It's got my bronze medal. This is like a really depends on the day. I need people to not hold me to this forever because there are days when I just need a Starburst. And there are days when I just need a Skittle. Um, a Skittle? A single Skittle. You know? 
Just the one. Don't judge me. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I'm going to go Skittles third place. Okay. For me, Skittles is second. I think number one is Sour Patch Kids for sure, hands down. It depends on the day. Like, some days I don't want a sour candy, and some days I really do. You know? Like, they're so different, in my opinion. All right, so what is today? <sighs> today, if you just you just had them right in front of you, just visualize it, Shelby. If it were Sour Patch Watermelon... It would be number one with heartbeat, but it's not. No, um, I, I don't agree. But anyway, oh, I think because it's Sour Patch Kids, that's coming in second place, and I'm going Starburst number one, despite the fact that they create a lot of trash. Okay, so we, you know, uh, we were much more in agreement that time around, but now we get to pick a hard candy that includes Jolly Rancher, Lemonhead, Werther's, Dum Dums, Warheads, and Lifesavers. I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I don't need the calories of any of these. Um, I could, like, hardcore skip this question. Yeah, but we have to pick one. I think a lot of them are trash. A lot of them are trash. I think I would have to maybe say Jolly Rancher, just because of all of them. Does it have the most taste and a... I am going to sound like an old, old lady. lady. Did you say Werther's? I'm going Werther's. Uh... All right. All of the, like, Warheads, get them out of here. I don't like the Extreme Sour. Lemonheads, very one note, not interested. Lifesavers are the thing you forget, like, that melt in your car because you don't actually want to eat them. Right. Dum Dums are not worth their wrappers. And Jolly Ranchers are fine. They would be my second place. But, like, I, my grandfather always had Werther's. I really, like. It's a nostalgia thing. It's a very nostalgia thing. All right. Well, I'll, I'll pick Jolly Ranchers. Pick a chewy candy. Mm, Now we're talking. You uh, the the options here are dots, airheads, Swedish fish, jelly beans, tootsie rolls, and trolleys. Before we answer this, I want to tell you a story about how uh, I almost died while eating an airhead once. Okay, um, it's a very short story. I rolled up an <laughs> <laughs> and maybe not that interesting. So perfect for our podcast. <laughs> yeah. um, Literally nothing. <laughs> I rolled up at summer camp once. Uh, we got candy, and I got airheads, and I rolled up my airhead into a ball so I could suck on it. Ooh. Um, and it, like, I was laughing at a joke a girl uh, told, and it felt like it slipped down my throat, and I started choking on it, and they had to give me the Heimlich Maneuver. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Somebody actually gave you the Heimlich Maneuver. Oh, yeah. I was like, I was full on choking. That's like my worst nightmare. Yeah. I'm so, so glad you're air- still alive to argue yeah. with me about the best candies. Yeah. But despite all of that, I you're think not going to pick airheads. I think I still want to go airhead. No. I really the like airheads. I mean, listen. If, I almost died for them. If you can face the thing that almost killed you. And still like them. That's yeah. real strength. I mean, dot, get dots out of here. No. no nobody's dots. chosen dots. Dots is six. Jelly bellies. Number five, get that out of here. Yep, I'm with you. Uh, then I think Tootsie Rolls, yeah. goodbye. Goodbye. I Your pretend a, chocolate. I was lost a tooth in a Tootsie Roll. It's not nearly as traumatic <laughs> as your story. Hey, we all have our own struggles. Uh, and then I think number three is Trolleys yep. for me. Uh, Swedish Fish coming in at a close second. That's But I one. like Airheads. Yeah, I'm going to go Swedish Fish for, for sure. Okay. Way better. Oh, pick one final candy. Final candy. Is this like the final boss level the of The final a... candy. <laughs> 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 All right. 
with that beautiful introduction, they are Milky Way, Haribo gummy bears, and I'm going to specify, it has to be Haribo. Yeah. Um, Almond Joys, Haichu, um, no, that's, that's six, Butterfinger and Blow Pops. Ooh. I would choose gummy bears. That would be my number one. Butterfinger is my number one. Haichu is probably my last. Last. Get it out. That's just basically like your, that's your lifesavers. It's just more lifesavers. Not into blow pops. That's my number five. Interesting. No. I like blow pops. They're fun. They're fine. There's more layers to them. That's true, but I like the other ones more. Like I'm I'm into coconut and almond. Almond joy. I'm here for it. I love a gummy bear. I like Milky Way. Blow pops, they're not bad, but they're just like not better than the rest. You know what's really good is if you take the Harry Bow gummer, gummy bears and you freeze them. I've never done that. Yeah, it's fun. It's a fun time. What is the consistency even like when it's frozen? Do you have to suck on yeah, them? Yeah, you kind of have to okay. like suck on them. All right, Butterfinger, going for it. Gummy bears, going for it. Drum now we're going to find out what this means about our personalities. Um, apart, apart from argumentative, which we've already yeah, proven to you. Obviously. I'm compassionate. That's my... Compassionate. You're compassionate. You, it's the Worthers. It's the Worthers <laughs> in you. They were like, oh, she's nice to old people. <laughs> <laughs> I picked some old people candy. And so I got, you're compassionate. You care so much about all of the people in your life and always put their needs above your own. You're a good listener, a great friend, and a highly empathetic person. Your world, the world needs more people like you. I and say, I fully agree. That's all true. <laughs> I mean, no, look, really, this this is giving me some good insight into Shelby, you know, because she's very compassionate. She's a good listener. And, and she, she loves old people. She candy. loves old people <laughs> and candy. Um, you get I got your dependable. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, this is a very accurate it's quiz. It's a very accurate quiz. Um you're the type of person people turn to when they need help. You're always there when people need you, and that does not go unnoticed. You're punctual, patient, and you never break a promise. Oh, this is our new Zodiac, guys. Yeah, I think we honestly... Take this, this quiz. Take this quiz. Again, it is called... Uh, we, we Know, know Your, your dominant, dominant Personality Trait Based on the Candies You Pick by Taylor Owens of BuzzFeed Staff. Well done. That was our quiz. So... The purpose of our podcast is to discuss ridiculous things seriously. Yep. And I think we've just accomplished that already with our intro. Um, I think we've learned a little about ourselves. Mm-hmm. So I think now we are going to move on to our hypothetical situations. So these can be really any hypothetical, open-ended, would-you-rather kind of questions. Um, and we're just going to take a scenario and see how we feel about them. Play along with us if you like, so you can tweet at us or... uh, Tell us what you think. Tell us what you think about each of these scenarios as we go. Tell me that we're super wrong and we're totally off base. Uh, Fight about it. Come at me with your wrong opinions. I mean, the idea is to argue about absolutely nothing, um, as if we are arguing about something. And that's basically what the internet's all about, right? Mm -hmm. So, we're going to have to find a question that we disagree on, shall we? I have one... That we may, I think I know your answer, what your answer is going to be this, but we'll see. Would you rather have a flying carpet or a car that can drive underwater? You probably do know my answer (laughs) to this because you know how I feel about underwater. And I would much rather. Flying carpet could be scary for heights reasons. 
But I'm not afraid of heights. I'm afraid of the ocean. <laughs> so <laughs> Got it, got it, got yeah. it. Yeah. So I, I think that's definitely a flying carpet. I mean, flying carpet, come on. You could just go anywhere so fast, fly above the traffic. You could sing a whole new world on repeat, just constantly. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you can invite people easily up. Just be like, hey, you, jump into my magic carpet. Onto. It would be onto my magic carpet. <laughs> Jump into my magic carpet has a different connotation entirely, although I may have to try that one. Uh, so, um, I think definitely magic carpet. I don't really understand what's the benefit of a car that drives underwater. They already have submarines for that. They have boats. They have submersibles. Hannah is currently angry at the idea of submarines. (laughs) I'm angry at the idea that someone would waste precious R&D dollars on making a car that goes underwater when they already have them, and they're called boats. How dare they? Why? Um, They're not called... I will say they're not called boats. Well, they're submarines. Because boats do not go underwater. (laughs) I'm just saying there already exists things that are designed to go underwater. They're just not cars. This is true. I don't think you're wrong. Okay. I you, But you would still pick the car that goes underwater. No, I didn't. I, oh, okay. I didn't say we disagreed. I just said I knew what your answer okay. was going I see. to be. <laughs> but you didn't, you didn't anticipate <laughs> you, the level of... And then you got really mad about submarines. <laughs> there's a lot, there's a lot that, to unpack about this, Shelby. <laughs> I agree that, like, literally... The idea of a car that goes underwater is just ridiculous. It would rust. Come on, they talk about the the, the salted roads in Michigan. I mean, that car is in salt water. How long is it going to last? I mean, it could be made of not metal. But then it's just a submarine. It's just a, it's a submersible. It's designed to go underwater. Well, it might also just have... Uh wheels on it so it can be on land and then drive into the sea a submarine can't do that yeah but now we're just now we're just arguing about the definition of a submarine they they have those in boston yeah they have the the, The duck boats the duck boats but but it's a boat it doesn't go underwater no but it drives on land and then then goes into the water water. but it doesn't go under the water okay so it's like a duck boat put a hood on it (laughs) Okay, I'm just saying that one, this doesn't already exist, although it might. You can tweet us. I don't know what's going on with submarines right now. Are there car submarines? I, I really, I think the last I learned about submarines was like World War II era. And like but what, Hannah's still mad no, about it. But also like what I've seen in like Jurassic World or yeah. other um, deep sea. I, like, see, the thing is like a magic carpet literally is magic. Yeah. A underwater car maybe already exist. Like, that to me is way less spectacular yeah. than a magic, by definition, it's magic carpet. Right. Plus, we it's know from It's not flying Aladdin. carpet, it's magic carpet. And we know from Aladdin that he would also be your friend and, like, help you when you get the into carpet? the carpet. Yeah, oh, the I carpet. Think, I think even Aladdin would be your friend. <laughs> oh, he, he might be too, but I, the, the carpet I was is... Gonna say, I don't think it comes with a very attractive man. With, like, if an it did, shirt, yeah, like if, it, if it came with a shirtless, ripped man, 
I would definitely go magic carpet, but I don't think he's part of the sweet, sweet deal. Yeah. I, but I'd still go flying carpet because when you're flying, much more practical, much more right. efficient. I don't have to worry about getting my hair getting wet. Um, Wait, you don't have to worry about your hair getting wet? Yeah. Well, if it rains, you do. It doesn't have a top. <laughs> okay, fair. But like, I, you know, it's not near the water. I feel like undercover, uh, underwater car just is like very limiting, you know? Yeah. Plus, where are you going to go? Yeah, well, I, I mean, I think it would, I would go on a submarine ride. That seems cool to me. Hannah seems to not be interested in that. But. No, I have absolutely no interest in that. Um, I have seen too many disaster movies in which people die on submarines. Yeah, so this is a staunchly anti-submarine podcast. <laughs> Look, welcome to our podcast, Arguments About Submarines. Uh, yeah, so I think we agree. Hannah talks about all the ways in which she does not want to be on a submarine. Yeah, so I think we agree. Uh, magic Carpet Ride for the win. For sure. Uh, if you pick underwater car, you can stop listening now. We don't want your kind here. You're, sub- <laughs> you're submarine-loving... Uh, I feel like just by saying that now, it's almost inevitable that this thing, one, already does exist, and two, is somehow pretty cool, and we're just going to get a lot of negative feedback telling us why we're wrong. No, we're not wrong. We're not wrong because a magic carpet. It's magic. It's magic. It's magic. And it's your friend. I'm not convinced that the carpet is your friend, but... My only frame of reference here is for Aladdin. Is there another thing in which you've seen a magic carpet? No, but it doesn't, like, it did not save the magic carpet from Aladdin. So I don't know if we can necessarily. I'm just saying the lore suggests that. I think, I think there's a better shot of the magic carpet being your friend than the undercover, like, underwater car being You keep your saying friend. the undercover car, and I do, I do enjoy that. Well, uh, yeah. It, well, it's really an undercover submarine. Right. Here's an interesting question that I have have no idea how you're going to respond, but um, if you could transport one furious elephant into any point in history, where would you put it? Um, My first thought was Trump's inauguration. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Just like... In the Just middle, for the spectacle yeah, of it all, right? Well, there weren't that many people there to begin with, oh. so it wouldn't hurt that many people. Um, and <laughs> Cheap I burn there. <laughs> there were many more people there at the women's march the following day. Um, I was there, but so was I in DC. No, in New York, and I feel like I don't know. I just think like in my mind, no one gets hurt, but it like breaks it up. Like, they can't continue because mm-hmm. there's a furious elephant on the mall. Right. Though, playing this out, maybe that elephant will get shot, and I don't like, I don't love that. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want any harm to come to our friend, the furious element. Yeah. The furious <laughs> element. <laughs> that was the combination of furious elephant and the fifth element. Uh, yeah, I don't want to harm the furious elephant, so though I may have to... If I knew that... He was not going to get harmed by being teleported to that point in time. I probably would pick that. So I was thinking if we could somehow put him in an enclosed space with one really bad person that we just, you know, like if, if we found Hitler in a bathroom. Yeah. You know? So but like, I don't necessarily think that furious elephant equates to violent elephant. 
Sometimes I'm angry and I just stew in a corner. Well, sure. But I think, I mean, I think those, I think this is like a raging elephant in the spirit of the question, or at least that is how I'm picturing it. One causing destruction, mayhem. Mayhem ensues. Yeah. I don't think we're talking about like an elephant where somebody says like, what's wrong? And he's like, nothing. (laughs) <laughs> but you don't well, think- no, seriously, what's wrong? I could tell something's wrong. No, nothing's wrong, Shelby. You don't think the elephant is pouting in the corner? No, I don't okay. think the elephant okay, is okay, being okay, passive-aggressively okay, okay. angry. Okay, I just, we, I, I just never, I don't know elephants that well. I don't know any personally. So I've never seen any go on a rampage. Or I like, mean, I haven't either. They seem like so even-keeled to me as a species that it's hard for me to... So, so basically it's... You're trying to think of points in history in which you can stick a pouty, lethargic elephant. I don't want to say lethargic. Um, I, in my head, I don't, like, I, in the spirit of the question, to define our parameters so we're on the same page. Right. So everyone can really tangibly, like, see this elephant. I don't think that we are talking about a passive-aggressive elephant. I think that... I just think that, like, there is no guarantee of violence. So, like, you could place him with Hitler in a bathroom, and he might hurt Hitler, but there's no guarantee of it. Right. Okay. I mean, the smaller the enclosed space, the more likely he would just accidentally get hurt by a rampaging elephant, which is kind of where my mind was. I don't think they're murderous. Let me say that. Okay. Violent, maybe. Uh, you know, on a rampage, big and sort of out of control, yeah. definitely. I feel murderous? Like, no. I, will, I don't want to paint any of our elephant brethren as murderous in yeah. any way. I feel like violence would be like a collateral damage situation. Exactly. Okay, got it. Yeah. We're on the same page. Okay, we're, we're finally there. We're there. Um, we have defined the furious elephant. <laughs> Step two. Um, Where the hell would we put him? I, I feel like there's, like, practical solutions, like, you know, things that you want to break up, bad things happening in history. and Maybe, then, like, a demolition site explain. somewhere. Like, a place where, like, a house needs to be torn down or something. And so the elephant can just, like, plow into the... Oh, so you're just and- you're just trying to give him, like, an outlet for his rage. Yeah. So you're actually like- really more concerned about the elephant <laughs> rather than the historical moment. Oh, yeah. So you're just like... Let me I just- do not want to change the course of human history. I have watched too many, like, uh, tra- time travel things... To, sure. To know that that's a bad I, idea. I think we've both seen Endgame, though, and we know that you can't change the course of human history by sending something back into the past. I'm not doing this by Endgame rules. <laughs> because those... But like, you don't understand them? Yeah, me too. Yeah, exactly. I think it's fine if you want to try to reroute history via a furious elephant. I am not confident enough in my choices to uh, risk the butterfly effect. All right, but you do want to give this this poor elephant like yeah, you know a I safe think, place to discharge its rage. Yeah, I think he needs I think he needs an outlet, and I want to give that to him. Um, you know how they have those smash rooms now that yeah. you can go and break. Maybe one of those. Okay, I mean, putting an elephant in a smash room would be an interesting sight to see. Yeah, I just don't want anyone to get hurt, especially the elephant. Uh, and I want... Yeah, I don't want the elephant to get hurt, for sure. I only want to place him in a point where he is dominant in this situation, or she. Is, is it possible? I don't even know if these exist. 
but now I'm picturing the furious elephant in a um like like a very durable bouncy house (laughs) (laughs) made of some new material (laughs) that can withstand (laughs) yeah I don't want him to like immediately deflate the bouncy castle I want it to be big enough to like fully encapsulate him and like tough enough that he can still bounce like it's not like it's still a bouncy castle but he doesn't like pop it with his weight Uh, I don't know if that's like real but in my mind it could be a thing uh here's where I'm getting stuck with this answer though the I think the the crux of the thing is like where in history right I mean you could do that in the present or that it would be yesterday. Okay. So you just hardcore don't want to go fucking around in the and past. Then, and then it would, Is there a time it to- would be two hours ago. <laughs> it would be two hours ago and then I would get to watch uh, the, the videos of it on Instagram. And I'm picturing that this bouncy house would make him feel happy again. And you would get to see this really angry elephant like turn into this beautiful, joyous elephant in like the span of like two minutes that was via that was beautiful via via the power of bouncy houses houses. and like that would really put bouncy houses on the map again which is i think it would do good for the world do good for the world yeah how happy would you be if you saw like uh an elephant healed via bouncy house i will say i still very fondly remember the viral video of a fox jumping on a trampoline same thing, yeah. Yeah. So you would just make a viral video. Yeah, that <laughs> brought joy to a lot of people, and I would heal the hurt of a furious elephant. Okay. I I feel like I was thinking of it as, like, points in history that need to be disrupted. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily violent, not necessarily people killed, but, like, people need to be disrupted. Like, if there was, like, a KKK cross-burning. That's a good idea. I you support know? that decision. Okay. It's not, like, the funniest answer I could have come up with, I no. suppose. Usually the KKK is not that funny. There's but... really nothing. No, but we're, we're discussing ridiculous things. Seriously, Furious Elephant, KKK meeting, cross-burning. You know, we could also put it somewhere just, like, really, really interesting. Like, Last Supper, maybe? Oh, yeah. Could you, we all, like, worship elephants then? Well, yeah, I mean... He's one of the disciples? He'd be one of the disciples. I'm sticking with Bouncy House about two hours ago. Okay. Final answer. Lock it in. Final answer. All right. I think I'm going to go with Elephant at the Last Supper because I think that's a beautiful painting. That is a beautiful painting. A raging elephant behind, you know, and and Jesus, when he's putting his arms out to the side, he's not sort of motioning to the the bounty of food before him. He's trying to block the elephant from hitting the table. That's fair. That's why he's got his arms out. Also, the metaphor, metaphorical resonance of a furious elephant, I think, would really um, heighten our our discourse about religion in, yeah. a, in an interesting way. For, to me, it's very spiritual. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yes. Uh, it embodies the sort of rage of the natural world against humans who think they're so special. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Definitely. For sure. Next question. I feel like this is a pretty good one. Would you rather give up bathing for a month or give up the internet for a month? Hmm. Okay. So we have had previous conversations about the terrors of giving up the internet, and I stand by those. But the terrors of not bathing, I think, 
I think they could be worse. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't like it just if, like... I also think we need to define not bathing. I'm assuming... Well, I don't take baths. I take showers. I mean, there's... <laughs> it's cleaning. Right, but, like, can sort? I wipe myself? No. Like, not even with a damp cloth? I mean, I think... I think that... Can I wipe myself with a dry cloth? You could... You can take a shower. I mean, you can bathe yourself entirely with a wet cloth. Right. So, no. That's out of the question. That's bathing. What a dry... But what a dry cloth? If I can... Can I dab at myself? You can use a dry cloth to wipe the dirt off of you ineffectively. Great. Um, I... Can you go out in a rainstorm? I feel like you could. Okay. So, I guess you'd have to find ways around it if you had to yeah. go a month without bathing. You know, because all I keep thinking about is, um, I took a, last year I took a trip to uh, England and we... I thought you were going to say last year I stopped bathing. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, how did I not notice? <laughs> you did that so well. That would be amazing if I could have pulled that off. Um <laughs> No, we took a trip to England and it was, you know, we learned all this history about people who would bathe like one time a year. Um, (laughs) uh, We, you know, I also went to Edinburgh where, you know, we've learned about the sort of Middle Ages time when they used to, all of the, all of the things that came out of a human all went into the big lake that then they all drank from and subsequently died um and they used it to bathe they also drank drowned witches in that lake so there were also quite a few um bodies gross 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 yeah gross. so there was a time in human history in which going a month without bathing bathing would have been like you're 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 actually doing really well right you're actually well, you bathe once a month. an aristocrat yeah. yeah so basically there was a time in human history when this would have been kind of the normal course of things, right? And yeah. I think, I don't know if it's that people got used to the smell or if you kind of... Well, people still do this today, like, on backpacking trips. Like, people right. who hike the Appalachian Trail and stuff like that, they might not shower for a month. They're out there for six months. Um, right. So if you can still, like, go out in the rain and jump in a lake and... Yeah. Um, I think no soap is, like, the key and probably no, like, uh, actively trying to bathe. Like, I don't think you could take a washcloth with soap and, like, dab at yourself. Like, right. I don't think you could give yourself a sponge bath, but, like, you could probably, like, take a dry cloth and wipe off sweat. Yeah. You know? For me, this is really difficult, especially if, like, I would have to continue my current daily life. Like, if I was, if I just, like, disappeared into the I'll wilderness... But in that scenario, I'm giving up internet and baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would get neither. If I really had to do this in my daily life right now, I think I would pick no bathing. I think I would have to choose no bathing also. How did, how did people do this, like, in the olden times, though? They were, I think their noses were, like, desensitized to smell. They were just nose blind. Yeah, because I think they were just so uh, assaulted <laughs> with the smell of the human body at all times. Right. Also, just, like, everything. Like, before refrigeration, like, there was just, like, rotting meat places, you know? Yeah. Like, everything must have smelled so bad then. Like, I went to a palace, and it was, I mean, a palace. This is the height of... What is 
possible with all the money of the time. Yeah. And they were saying that um, these ladies would wear these giant skirts that were sort of impossible to get out to. And then they, you weren't allowed to leave the room if the king was still there. You weren't allowed to leave. So if you had to go to the bathroom, um, they had these page boys that would come around with what looked like basically little gravy boats. And you would pay them to stand under you while you stood in a room of people and just peed into a gravy boat that a little boy was holding under you, under your skirts. Um, and so, and then of course it would drip down your legs. And then they said by the end of the night, generally there would be urine on the floor and people would be wearing these little slippers and you'd just be walking in it. And the smell would just be, it would be like, come to this royal dance where we will stand in each other's urine. Um, and I guess that was the epitome of a good time back then. Yeah. This is why I never want to live in the past. <laughs> I don't... You know what? I changed my answer. I'm going to send a furious elephant back to that, to that, palace? To that palace so that those ladies can go to the bathroom. Oh, that's nice of you. Yeah. 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 No, I, I think no bathing is what I'd have to do. And I would see, you would see who your real friends are. You would. It makes me sad that I'm so dependent on the internet, but I truly, truly am. I'd rather be smelly than bored. <laughs> is really what this comes down to. Yeah, it does. Should we do one more question? Sure. I have a good one, I think. Okay. Then you do yours. Would you rather be a giant hamster or a tiny rhino? Oh, I like it. <laughs> I like this question already. A giant hamster or a tiny rhino? rhino. Yeah. How tiny? I think like puppy size. Okay. Puppy sized rhino and elephant sized hamster. Oh, okay. I think tiny rhino. I don't know why. Um, You don't want to be a powerful, powerful hamster? Well, when you put it like that. (laughs) (laughs) A regal, powerful hamster? Yeah, I mean, I think... What do hamsters do? <laughs> I feel. I think my my gut reaction was. What do rhinos do? I don't know why I thought this, they but do. my gut reaction was like a rhino has more agency in the world. Like they just like, like they just do. Like they have more of a plan, more yeah. of a purpose. I don't think I know anything except that hamsters eat like carrots. They run on wheels. Right. But if they were big and not in a cage, they wouldn't have to run on the wheel. Maybe they'd be very fast. I feel like hamsters are kind of fast. So would you choose hamster? No. (laughs) 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 Like, hamsters are cute, but, like, I don't think your cuteness is, uh, I don't think that quality of them is, like, made better by being elephant size. I was going to say, so my first instinct was also Tiny Rhino, and I feel like this is going to be illuminating about who I am as a person. My gut instinct was Tiny Rhino solely because I thought it was the cuter of the options. Oh. I did not think at all about my quality of life as the (laughs) animal. I just thought, what will Instagram better? Okay. Uh, So maybe I'm a little superficial. I think both would Instagram well. For uh, yeah, I agree, but puppy size rhino. Anything is, made miniature is, is automatically cute. is cuter. very cute. Like um, the teacup pigs. Yeah, and yeah. I'm picturing someone taking me in as a pet. 
as a as a tiny rhino, and that yeah. seems like kind of like the life, right? Like I I think being taken care of as a cute tiny rhino does sound like a better life than being a giant hamster. Giant hamster. I even think I think as a giant hamster, you would still have to be taken care of, like on some sort of elephant sanctuary esque thing, right? Because they have no agency because they don't do anything because they're hamsters. I don't think I think they. I mean, I think that rhinos are definitely smarter than a hamster. And I feel like they are better, would do better in the wild. So I would be someone's pet, but I wouldn't need to be their pet. Right. You know, kind of like a cat, I feel like. Yeah, a very disinterested pet is basically what it would be. Yeah, well, I don't know if I'd be disinterested because I'm, you know, I still have my personality, I assume, so I'm... Do we still have our personalities as a tiny rhino and a giant hamster? I think sort of. I think I'd still be like an extroverted little tiny rhino. And I could, like, play with people when I felt like playing with them, but I could also not when I wanted to do my own thing. Like, I have, interesting, sort of like a cat, but maybe a little bit more high energy. Um, but though, rhinos are not super high energy, I feel like. No, I mean, I'm thinking if we, if it's keeping our same personalities, then I might just sort of have to automatically be a giant hamster. So I just oh. think that's more in keeping with my personality. Interesting. Tell me more about how you see yourself as a giant hamster. Just wanting to kind of chill out and eat all the time yeah right and you're powerful and regal i'm not sure regal's the word i would use for a giant hamster um but it is the word i would use for you oh wow best compliment of the week shelby um thank you very much i think i am i regal enough to still be regal as a hamster i'm not sure i think i think so okay so I think you would be queen of all other hamsters. A giant. They would regal. worship you. You're giant. They would. I'd have a lot of. You'd had. You'd have like someone taking care of you and adoring you. But I would have the adoration of, of the all hamster hamsters everywhere. Yeah. Um. No, because I think I sometimes look at a hamster and, and think like that sounds like a nice life, right? Just yeah. sort of sit around, play, look cute, yeah. eat a whole lot of stuff. Yeah. That's, that's I mean, nice. yeah, I don't think it'd be a bad life. I think I think you can't go wrong with either option, really. Sure. Uh, I think I'm sticking with Tiny Rhino because I just want to be taken care of. Please. <laughs> that is not... Please. That is not your actual personality. take care of me. Yeah, right. I am so tired. <laughs> not forever. I would not be want to be a Tiny no. Rhino forever. But for like a week of someone just doting on me and telling me I'm pretty... And taking care of me and feeding me all my meals, I'm in. All right. Well, I'm in for being. <laughs> I'm in for a week of being the hamster queen. <laughs> being the queen being, of all hamsters. Being adored. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So in this world, I uh, would put a, an elephant on a bouncy house. Two hours ago, I would. You would go visit it, riding on your magic carpet. I would go visit it, riding on my magic carpet. I would smell bad because I hadn't bathed in a month. I would also be a tiny rhino. <laughs> yeah, I think so. In the world, and and in the world that I've created for myself, it is a world where I am the queen of hamsters. Yep, living my regal, lazy hamster life. Um, I have transported an elephant back in time. To the Last Supper, uh, where it's it's changing theology for the rest of um, 
human history, which doesn't apply to me because yeah. I'm an unbathed hamster. Yeah. I don't smell very good. I do have a magic carpet, and um, I it's it's too small for me to use, unfortunately, as a giant hamster. Sounds good. Sounds like a good life. It's a good life that yeah. we've painted for ourselves yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a giant hamster and a tiny rhino taking over the world one day at a time. <laughs> one day at a time. Sounds like a, a buddy cop comedy, if I ever heard one. <laughs> but no submarines. I can't <laughs> stress this enough. But get no. your submarines out of here. None and of all that. your fake submarine-like devices. You can't just put wheels on a submarine and not call it a submarine. I see through that. So... So tell us what you guys think. Would you have chosen what we've chosen? Um, I I hope that if you enjoyed listening to this podcast that you will tell a friend about it. Yeah. Because uh, the beginning part of any podcast is really just word of mouth. You know, we're yeah. not we, we're not famous people in any way. So nope. the only way anyone's ever going to hear about this is if you like it and you tell them. And actually, if you don't like it, I would advise you to tell your enemies about yeah. it. Yeah. It so, could be a great prank. Right. Also, rate and review. Let us know. Yeah. Uh, officially, if you like it or not. Send us your send us your crazy questions. If you have any hypotheticals, send them our way. We might discuss them on the show. Uh, and well, until next time. Have lots of arguments. All right. Bye. Bye.